Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Duck decoys are one of the most interesting, unique, and fun parts of duck hunting. But it's a huge industry with a ton of information. So in this episode, I'm going to help you drill down to the most important things that you need to know in order to get started. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we are talking about duck decoys. And man, I think duck decoys are just one of the greatest parts of duck hunting. It's it's unlike a decoy for pretty much any other kind of hunting. You you put these these groups of floating plastic, you know just duck imitations in the water and even with no calling ducks will still just fly around see them and occasionally come in and land of course calling ups your chances but at the same time you can hunt without calls if you have some decoys and a good decoy spread but just like anything else there is so large of an industry around duck decoys everybody makes decoys you got all different types all different grades all different sizes all different costs how do you sift through that to get started well i went ahead and did that for you not just for you guys but because i wanted to hunt ducks so i fought through and researched and just clawed my way through that mess of information to find a starting point and hopefully save you guys some time or provide some additional insight as you're looking to get started as well. So in one sense, decoys do matter and they matter a lot. However, in another sense, there's not as much to them as I think people let on to believe. They're not magical. They're not mystical. You don't need $500 sets of decoys. Um, you know, cheap decoys will often work just as good as expensive decoys. Often the hunter cares more than the ducks do. 
And it's just a, just like anything else in the industry, you've got a people factor involved, uh, which we're able to analyze much more than we are the animal factor. But that said, there are things that are good about expensive decoys, but you do not need them to get started. So you got all different kinds of ducks. Well, how many different kinds of decoys do you need? Well, most of the time, in most situations, in most parts of the country, most new hunters and, to be honest, most seasoned veteran hunters only use mallard decoys. Only use mallard decoys. Or maybe we'll just throw in a few every uh, of other kinds, depending on what they're hunting, just to, just to add some depth to the spread. But even then... That's, that's based on philosophy, not evidence most of the time. Mallard decoys are the number one kind of decoy. They're the number one kind of duck out there in the country and on the planet. So when you have mallard decoys, ducks see mallards everywhere. Every kind of duck sees mallards everywhere. They see mallard decoys over there to think, oh, maybe that's a good place to eat, good place to rest. There's where the party is. That's where they're going. Like everything, there are exceptions for some different seasons and species, but 95% of the time, all you need are some mallard decoys. You know, there are times where, okay, say you're trying to hunt wood ducks. Well, should you add some wood ducks to your spread? Are wood ducks, are wood duck decoys going to help attract wood ducks? The answer, sure. But are they going to help more than another half dozen of mallard decoys would help? Well, that that's not so easy of a, of a question to judge. A lot of people would say, well, half a dozen extra wood ducks versus half a dozen extra mallards going to have the same net gain. Some people would say having the extra wood ducks might give you a slight edge when hunting wood ducks. But just the fact that the opinion is split ought to be evidence enough that you can get most of the benefit by just going out and getting some wood ducks. So how many are getting some mallards, excuse me. So how many mallard duck decoys do you need? Well, you can get started anywhere between 6 and 12 decoys. If you're hunting small water, small ponds, small streams, half a dozen decoys can be enough to, to get your feet in the water, literally and figuratively. You can get started with that. If you're hunting a little bigger water, you're hunting some lakes, you're hunting rivers, you're hunting just any larger body than maybe a small farm pond, then a dozen's probably the starting point. It's probably where you where you want to get in at. Because the idea is when other ducks are flying by, you want them to see your decoys and be drawn to your spread. They need to feel like the party is big enough to go there as opposed to wherever they were going to go. Now, of course, the be-all, end-all is you want to set up right where those ducks want to go anyway. So even if you didn't have decoys, they're going to land right in front of you at 30 yards. And whether you have decoys or not, you shoot them. And that is the perfect philosophy. And that almost never happens for any hunters ever. Every now and then, people who have excellent scouting and own lots of property and have cameras and everything else, they can dial that in pretty close. But for the new hunter... And most hunters, that's just unrealistic. The best you can do is get close. So you need your decoys to draw to pull them. Now, if there's one or two ducks flying around, they might see six decoys. Say, hey, look, there's a party. If you've got, you know, a dozen or two dozen ducks flying around, they see six decoys. They're less likely to be enticed by those six decoys. 
there's more of them in the air. They're going to have more party wherever they go versus where you're at. So in those situations, you know, you want more decoys. Ideally, you want to have as many or more decoys as you see average groups of ducks flying around. That's sort of the rule of thumb. But most of the time, six to a dozen, yeah, six to a dozen is the place that you can get started and you can, you can start drawing ducks in. And you'll likely want to accumulate a few dozen for different situations and hunting areas as you progress, but you don't need to start there. Okay, so how do you set up these decoys? How do you want to use them? Now, of course, a lot of people do good videos on that, and that's a subject that's better covered via video with illustrations and so on. But the simplest basics are you usually want to set your decoys up in a U shape or a J shape. You know, letter U and the idea being, or letter J, the idea being that in that open part in the middle, you know, between the sides of the U or, or between the hook of the J and the, and the, and the, the side pipe of the J, in the middle is an open area where you want the ducks to land when they're flying in. And the way you're positioning that is based on the wind. So you want those ducks to be flying in to the open part of that shape because the wind is blowing from you to them through the open part of that shape. And then they're going to come in and they're going to land right in that little pocket at the bottom of the U or the bottom of the J. Another way to do it is you might put some little groups out, just, you know, little groups of three and four. And then you might even have those in a U shape or a partial curve shape or something. But there's a pocket in the middle that is at the perfect range for those ducks to come in and land so you can get the perfect shot at them. Now, it doesn't always work that way. I'd say it probably doesn't usually work that way. But much of the time, if you plan it right, if you do the wind right, if you shape it reasonably well, you will get those results. And, and that's the thing to strive for. With more experience, it's going to work out for you more often. So you want to set them up like that. So you need enough decoys to make a shape. It's, it's hard, you know, if you just have four decoys, like you just throw them out there and there's plenty of space for the ducks to land if you can get some to come in. But you're starting with a dozen decoys. You're, you're usually making either a U, a J, or doing a couple different groups of them and making a, a spot, making a pocket, making room for those ducks to land when they come in. So then you've got the, so, or the question of size. So de duck decoys come in four major sizes. They come in what we call standard size, full size, magnum size, battleship size. And of course, different decoy companies might call those sizes, those different things is basically small, medium, large, and extra large. But, you know, it took me like three months to figure that out. No one, nobody would say that. So you've got, you know, the standard size decoys. You get the, you have the smallest birds, the smallest decoys, which most people say, oh, you don't want that. You want them to be bigger so they're more visible. You know, you want full size decoys or you want magnum decoys or you want battleship decoys. So they're visible a long ways off. So I went down that rabbit hole some. And, uh, you know, my conclusion there was... Well, those ducks flying around can still see other real ducks, which are much closer to the small size than the large one, at ridiculous distances. And I feel that 
uh, quantity over size was more important. So I would rather have two dozen standard size ducks, two dozen small decoys, as opposed to eight super magnum battleship decoys. Because I think the number of birds indicates more of a party as opposed to bigger birds. And most of the places that I hunt and you hunt, ducks are only going to be able to see you from so far away. And they're only going to be so far away. And they're only going to hear your calls from so far away. But there are situations and there is terrain where you might have ducks at the right distance and angle very far away. And they might be better drawn to larger decoys because they, uh, they're able to see them from that distance. But I think it's a lot harder to bring ducks in from a mile and two miles away. And you're just a lot less likely to have success doing that, even if you do have the bigger decoys so they can see them. So I lean towards the smaller decoys, standard decoys and full-size decoys. I do not recommend Magnum or Battleship decoys. A Battleship decoy is often larger than a Goose decoy. I mean, ducks just aren't that big. A duck that size would weigh more than a turkey. I mean, it's just, they're just not that big. So, I, you know, like I said, there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for everything. But I recommend going smaller because you get more for your dollar. They're lighter. You can carry or pack more in. So you've got more birds in the same amount of space. So that is where I recommend you go. Now, there are different types of shells on decoys. There's hard shell decoys. Excuse me. Hard shell hollow decoys. Okay, I have to edit this. Hard shell hollow decoys, hard shell foam decoys, and soft shell decoys. Now, they all work great. Don't let anybody tell you one's better than the other. It's just they all work great. Whatever you can find at the right price point, that's that's where you want to go. They all work great. It's all good. Um, but the difference is this. The hard shell foam decoys, because they're full of foam, if you shoot them with your shotgun, they will keep floating because foam, foam floats even if it gets wet. The hard shell hollow decoys, they will weigh a little less, so they make them a little easier to carry, but they can fill up with water potentially and sink or become waterlogged. So if you shoot your decoys by accident, trying to get a duck who's coming in and landing, your foam-filled decoys are going to be more likely to float and hold up longer. Now, of course, the obvious advice, don't shoot your decoys. All right? I mean, it's not that complicated, but accidents can happen. You can misjudge it. I have been in situations where I have, I have said to myself consciously, I will totally shoot a decoy if I could get a duck right now. Uh, so you reach that point sometimes after a long day or long weeks in the woods. But uh, that's pretty much the difference. The, the foam-filled ones usually cost a little more and they weigh a little more. In my opinion, I like to go for the cheaper hollow ones. Um, not just because they're cheaper, but because they're lighter. And every ounce tends to matter if you're packing in your decoys. And I tend to do that sometimes. So I would rather have lighter birds, even if they're more likely to sink if I shoot them. 
And of course, they're not just going to sink to the bottom instantly. They'll start to get waterlogged. You could get the water out of them. You could patch the holes later most of the time. You know, you could find a way forward. But the foam ones do give you that level of convenience. Now, the price of decoys range drastically. Starting at about $50 a dozen to $150 per half dozen, which would be $300 for a dozen. That's about your range. And of course, there are some that are even more expensive than that. There's a handful that are cheaper than that. Uh, I've not found many that were cheaper that were of, of great quality than $50 for a dozen. So when I was going through this, I sifted and I searched and I looked and I researched and I read reviews and I spent hours and hours and I enjoyed it for a while and then I got sick of it trying to figure out what should be the first set of decoys that I got. So I landed on getting some Flambo Master Series Mallards. Standard size, or no, they were actually, I think, full size. I didn't even know about the size differences at that time. I hadn't, hadn't figured that out yet. It's like these companies talking code. And if you don't know the code, you don't know what's going on and there's no key anywhere. But I got a dozen of their Master Series uh, they are hollow, hard-shell decoys. And I'll tell you what, I was really satisfied with them. They, I got them for, I think, $55 on sale on Amazon for a dozen. So I spent $55 on a dozen decoys. And I was pretty happy with it. In fact, I was talking to one of the guys that works at Flambeau about it. And I said, you know, you guys make a pretty good decoy. And, uh, you know, use them for my first all of my first, my whole first season, I never went hunting where I didn't take those with me. Shot my first duck over, group of flambos, had multiple different kind of ducks come into flambos. And uh, they were like, well, hey, let's, how about we do a giveaway? So they went and gave me, you know, three boxes of decoys to give away to you guys for free. No charge. They're not paying me to give them away. They just sent me the decoys. So I've got them out in my decoy bin outside in the boxes brand new so if you want to win a box of flambo decoys just head to the website newundersguide.com uh, click on the decoy giveaway link in the top navigation menu and that'll take you to the page all you got to do is sign up to join the new hunters guide email list and just emails out every weekly episode to you sign up to join the the, the email list and then two parts and then Go ahead and subscribe on YouTube to the to the channel New Hunter's Guide. So you got to do two things to enter to win. I'm giving away three sets, one set in June, one in July, one in August. If you enter once, you're entered to win all three. So you get three chances to win by signing up on the website, newhuntersguide.com, and then by subscribing to the YouTube channel, New Hunter's Guide. And of course, I link to the YouTube channel from the decoy giveaway page on the website. So go ahead and sign up. There's no reason not to sign up. We've got uh, three different kinds of decoys that are included. If you win first, you can pick which one of the three you want. We've got uh, the Flambeau Stormfront Mallards uh, in full size, Flambeau Stormfront Mallards in Magnum, and then Flambeau uh, Stormfront Wood Duck decoys, all of which are using their new UV technology designed to be more visible to ducks in low light early morning or late evening, uh, and they look pretty cool. And, uh, you know, over the next three months, so sign up today and then you can win all three. 
Now, and when it comes to the best type of decoy, you know, Flambeau's a good brand. There's a lot of other good brands out there too. You know, there's a lot of good people. I've got some decoys from other brands. I've got, you know, what, what I think makes the decision, you know, reviews matter, price matters, weight matters most. I'm most interested in weight when I'm buying decoys, weight and size. So I'm trying to get lighter decoys because it makes it easier to get them in and out of the woods, makes it easier to get them in and out of my trunk, makes it easier to get them in and out of my garage. Uh, so that's the number one factor that I'm looking for. I'm looking at weight. Of course, realism matters. Durability matters. Everybody's going to say they're realistic. Everybody's going to say they're durable. Uh, you know, I've not seen enough ducks to really know which decoys look more like real ducks than others. You think you do until you see another duck and you say, oh, actually, that one looks more like that one. So, you know, unless you get really cheap ones, which I do not recommend because uh, I just don't think they're going to last. But that's kind of what you're looking at. So, you know, I'm recommending probably around the $60 range, 50 to 60 bucks. You ought to be able to get a dozen decoys. Or of course, if you head to the website, you can win your first half dozen for free. Cost you nothing. I'll ship them to you free of charge. And you can get started that way. But you know, you need to get something. Now, the other thing people don't talk about when it comes to decoys is rigging. You have to rig those decoys. Rigging is, you know, whatever you're doing to those decoys to get them to float in the place that you want them to float. So there's different kinds of rigging out there. You can tie all your decoys together and then you can tie them to uh, a tree at the shore. Although that doesn't work too good if the wind blows towards the shore because then they all end up on land. So you could tie them all together, then you could tie them to a weight. And then, depending on the way the wind blows, they're going to blow in some sort of, you know, formation around that weight. Uh, I don't love that, though, because you can't really hold a shape too good. You get all this rigging that gets tangled and miserable. So what I really like to use are Texas rigs. Um, you know, Rig'em Rights makes what I've found so far to be my favorite rig setup. And basically what it is, it's a clip on one end, clips right onto the decoy, and it's a three ounce, three or four ounce weight on the other side, on a, a three or a five foot cord, depending on what you want it to be. Now it's not a string. It is like a heavy duty, super flexible, plastic polymer type cord. So they can't tangle, they don't wrap, they just... You just throw those decoys in the water, that weight sinks to the bottom, and wherever you threw them, that's where they're going to be. And the wind blows, and they're going to blow, you know, a few few feet from, from wherever that anchor point is, but they're going to stay in the same general vicinity. When it's time to leave, you just pick them up and then throw them in your decoy bag. Now, of course, they're not a sponsor or anything, but they, I think so far from what I've seen, and I'm sure there are similar companies out there, but I yet to found any that were cheaper. So I've picked my last dozen up, I think for like 23 bucks. They're usually in like the 22 to $30 range for a set of 12. So if, if you're keeping score, you've got decoys. Say you get a dozen for 60 bucks. Then you've got decoy rigs. Say you get a dozen for another 30 bucks. I mean, you know, factoring shipping into this. So now you're at 90 bucks. Then you need a decoy bag. 
You need a mesh bag most of the time, cheapest way to go. You can throw the decoys in and then you either put them on your back or you put them in your jet sled or you put them in your kayak or whatever you're going to do. And the mesh bags are great because the decoys don't stay wet, right? It's mesh, air passes right through, so they're always dry and you don't get mildew or mold and, you know, all that kind of stuff and stink. So you're looking at doing something like that. Decoy bags typically run 10 to $15 for two of them. Uh, I think that's the last ones that I bought. I, I couldn't tell you the brand. There's so many brands. I just bought the one with the best reviews that was the cheapest. And what I found when I bought the decoy bags was this. They arrived. I picked them up. You know, they weigh like three ounces. They weigh nothing. They've got two shoulder straps and mesh. And I thought to myself, wow, what a waste of money. This isn't going to last 10 minutes. This is just going to rip and tear and ducks are going to go everywhere. And I should have spent more money and got better decoy bags. And wow, was I wrong because those things have lasted unbelievably well, especially with all the abuse I have put my decoys through this past year. Uh, I was super impressed. So, you know, don't feel like, oh, well, it's cheap. It's just going to be garbage. Hey, if the reviews are good, it's probably, I don't know how they do it, but it's probably going to be okay. And that's all you need. So you're at about a hundred bucks plus or minus. You're at about a hundred bucks for a dozen decoys, a dozen rigs, decoy bag. And that's what you need to get into the woods. Now, if you go with a half dozen, it's not going to be half. Because the, the anchors and the rigs, I think they do come in, in six packs, but they're not 50% of the price. They're usually like 67, of the price. Same with the decoys. You know, if you get a half dozen, it's not the half of the price. It's 60 or 70% of the price. So, you know, unless you win a half dozen decoys from the giveaway, chances are you're you're going to get a better value if you just go and buy a dozen of everything. So that's what I would recommend in order to get started. Even if you only need a half dozen, it's probably a better value. You're probably going to want that extra half dozen the second time you go out. And, you know, you can do that. But you're looking at about 100 bucks to get in the game. So it's not cheap. It is not cheap. Which is why I recommend that you, you, you put together a duck hunting team. You and get one or two of your buddies and recruit them into it and you guys can pull your resources, right? So one of you buys the decoys. One of you buys the waders. One of you buys the sled and the call. And if you do that, you can get every all the big pieces, all the big chunks that you need to get out into the woods without everybody having to buy everything. So that's, I think, is the best way to do it. Uh, I hope this episode's helpful for you guys. Uh, as always, please make sure that you leave a review. Go to, to Apple Podcast, iTunes, leave a five-star review with a comment. Uh, really helps us reach more people. Make sure you head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Click on Decoy Giveaway. Sign up to win the decoys and, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as always, very thankful to, to Tetra Hearing. They are a phenomenal hearing product. Make sure that whenever you guys go into the woods hunting ducks, you always have ear protection with you. I don't know of any hunting sport that you're going to shoot as much and need your hearing as much as duck hunting. 
So good hearing protection is huge. You know, you can go dove hunting. You don't need to hear quite as much as you do with with dove. Or you can go dove hunting, but you don't need to hear as much as you do when you go duck hunting. You can go turkey hunting. And yeah, you need to hear, but you're probably only going to take like one shot a year. And it's not as big of a deal when you're duck hunting and you're shooting 10, 15 shots a day. And your two buddies next to you are each shooting 50, you know, 15 shots a day. And by the end of the day, you got 40 or 50 shots fired within six feet of you. And you know that is just not something that you can keep up long term that your hearing is going to keep up with. So make sure you get some good hearing protection. I say it on every episode because it's that it's that important and it matters that much more for duck hunting versus every other kind of hunting. So I hope this is helpful. Uh, appreciate you guys. Till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods. <laughs>